Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Lucky back from his vacation. Now, this is a yearly retreat, and some would say vacation. Others would say a trip to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Because you are locked down. With uh, extended uh, outlaws, yes. all the uh, all your wife's family. Right now, she's probably still sleeping. How was it really? You know, it was great. Come on now, I get some along, of those people got to drive you crazy. In some senses, I get along better with her family than her family does with her family. <laughs> right, because uh, what happens is all the extended you know outlaws here the, uh, that that come in, mm. uh, we just come in and enjoy the place for a little bit, mm-hmm. and we don't have all the ties and the uh, right the, the history the history uh, of it. We just see cheap beer and golf. And uh, and a beach and and have our fun and we certainly did. Now on your way back though, there must have been because this, this is always my favorite part of being around a family, uh, mine and the lovely Maria's, for any extended period of time. Just the gossiping and backstabbing that goes on in the vehicle on the way home. You know what? There wasn't much in our vehicle, but there there is a lot of there's always drama. And I think like in all totally because we haven't been able to go. Uh, to that, you know, the Gas Bay region for like, mm. like three years. It was actually shut down for a couple of years during COVID. Like mm-hmm. they, they actually blocked off the road, mm-hmm. nobody in or out. Um, and, and couldn't get there. Uh, so to be able to go and, and, uh, and do it, 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 it was, it was fun just to, to do it. And you, normally the drive is the issue, right? Mm. Cause, you know, overall it's about 14 hours in the car, uh, of driving each way. And it, and it's, with the kids, it's all been a pain with devices and struggling with DVD players. But like a week before I went, I, I, I saw this download button on Netflix. Mm. Well, what the hell is this? And I, I didn't realize until that point that if you've got the Netflix app, you could download to watch offline. Mm-hmm. And so we loaded up the kids' phones and tablets and whatever with movies and shows that they watch to watch offline and I didn't hear a word from them. Every now and then it was like, hey, are we stopping to pee sometime soon? See, I think I think either you're going through this experience with blinders on and right. just are not seeing anything because I, <laughs> I witness chaos constantly. <laughs> and, 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 and it's always like, hey, did you see, uh, you know, cousin so-and-so and his wife don't seem happy these days. And did you hear that uh, their kid is... He's on the glue. You know, oh, right. All these kind yeah, of stories. I guess there were bits and pieces of that, and his so and so isn't getting along with so, and they, you know, there were there were certainly, you know, over the last three years, couples that have either, you know, aren't there together anymore, right. or new people are there in their place. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, and he thinks, I thought Boy, she that, was married. That really happened quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff I yeah. love. You know why? Because then we're always comparing ourselves, and you look at your own marriage, and you go, "All right, I guess we're all right." Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in the end, too, because it always comes up like over a week and spending time with with family. Yeah. You know, at the end of it, you're like, you know, you start to do the math mm-hmm. on all of it. You're like, okay, what did, what did we spend on it, and who contributed, and who didn't? Well, this is the contribute. Thing. And, That's right. You know, I, I, and me, I just don't worry all that much about because I, we, I know we can drive there, mm. right? So it cost me a couple tanks of gas and a night in a hotel if we stay over on the way there and back, right? So uh, I'm not all that worried. Others are flying in, right. and the craziness that they've had to deal with with airports just to get there. I think, well, you know what, we had it pretty good. I. uh I know that this uh, October is my uh, my mother-in-law's uh, 80th, and so there's a big talk of some kind of, you know, trip of some sort 
probably holding it off till next summer now, but something for, uh, for her with, with all extended family. And I'm just like, oh, for the good love of God. Cause I, I spent a week in the Dominican with all of them, but my parents were also involved, which added another layer of chaos because my family is a nightmare to begin with. And so, uh, to combine the two families was, uh, was a bit much, but, um, yeah, what ends up happening, I always find, is that if you're together for like more than 48 hours, somebody will start noticing that somebody else always leaves the table and goes has a nap after a meal. <laughs> never, never washes a dish. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, look at there, there she is again, sleeping on the couch. Right. And so that starts to rub you the wrong way. Uh, yeah, cause vacationing with family can be tough. But obviously, <laughs> with your side, it's always pleasant, Will. You're the only one. If you're on YouTube at all, you'll know that uh, you can learn basically to to fix or build anything with uh, YouTube videos. I was recently dealing with my lawnmower, trying to get it going, and uh, watched a bunch of different uh, videos to no success. Now I'm just standing by with grass up to my knees, waiting for my small engine repair guy to swing by. But uh, you know things like that, YouTube is terrific for. Lots of times, uh, something's gone wrong. You got to fix something, change something. You want a new recipe. You want to try something different. All terrific. All great. All a terrific resource. Uh, but this is where you should draw the line. Some guy in Brazil ended up in the uh, ER last month after watching YouTube videos on how to try to give himself a nose job. Oh, that's nose job. He literally cut into his own face while he was awake. I mean, if it was the other job, from what I understand, you just have to remove a rib. That's, but that's a whole other job. Wow. <laughs> He's not the first person to try it. Uh, YouTube, actually, YouTube has claimed that so many uh, posts have been put up uh, for at-home rhinoplasty. They're taking them down all the time. Like there's a remember years ago, uh, City TV used to have a speaker's corner. Yes. And this is where you could go and it was a video booth downtown and you could go in and, you know, rant, rave about whatever was driving you nuts or uh-huh. put out a birthday message or, well, I've talked to people who worked at City TV during that time who were involved in the uh, editing of those videos. Oh my. And the, Chaos and shenanigans that would go on in that booth that never made it to television. People having sex. There's always been a rumor that a guy committed suicide, shot himself. Oh. Yeah, like crazy stuff. So I can only imagine at YouTube the amount of stuff that never gets up. They have to pour through. Yeah. Because there's a lot that gets up. Yeah, there's some pretty crazy stuff. But at-home rhinoplasty, off the table. Right. So as you'd expect... This doesn't go well. Now, some people have even died. They've gone into anaphylactic shock. Of course, yes. It's surgery. The guy showed up in the ER with his nose all jacked up and infected. He said he used an anesthetic from a vet to dull the pain. Sounds about right. While he did the surgery on himself. Uh, he didn't use gloves or clean the wound at all. Again, sounds about right. He was trying to make his nose thinner, and he stitched himself up afterward. He also used super glue to close the wound. <laughs> I like the doctor's uh, tip to him as he was leaving the hospital. They treated the infection, sent him home, told him to go to a specialist and to seek therapy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, just punch yourself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Same yeah. result. Yeah. Changing your nose. Uh, we're all guilty right. of going to YouTube for advice. 
on, on, on something. It, it, it's, we call it the how hard can it be mm-hmm. test, right? You know, I, I want to do something. I need to get something done, uh, and I don't want to pay for it. How hard could it be right. to do myself? But you really have to think about what potential consequences <laughs> there are. Like, you know, home surgery is a, is a given. Mm. There are potential negatives and downsides, but even things like, like, you know, you want to make car repairs. You're mm-hmm. talking about small engine. You know, uh, you want to change your tire. Okay. Mm-hmm. That one is, is probably feasible. Mm. Um, you know, do your brakes. I've heard it's an easy fix, mm-hmm. but you know, when you're screaming down the highway at 140 and you need to stop, you know, potential side effects of you doing a bad job on it, mm. it probably negates any benefit of you doing it yourself. You end up in the guardrail at 140 because you wanted to save yourself $120. Our friend Alan at Tradescope Electrical, his, you know, commercial yeah. for a while was, you know, YouTube for electrical is dangerous. Yeah. Like, don't do it yourself. Yeah. There's certain things. Call a professional. I've, I've been thinking personally of doing some, uh, a lung transplant on myself. Oh, right. That, that probably also not a, <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> Will Smith released a five minute apology video. To Chris Rock. And now it's titled, It's Been a Minute, but it's been more than a few. Right, yeah. Somebody actually did the math. It's been 244,000 minutes since the Oscar. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it takes yeah. a while to get to it. Um, we got some highlights here for you. Now, a few people are pointing out that he, at some points in this five-minute video, he's just kind of reading questions that people have supposedly submitted. I think his people have just written down questions that they think people would want to answer. Okay, gotcha. And there's one here where he's talking about Jada where he's got kind of that, you know that Will Smith when he's talking but kind of laughing to himself? Yeah. That lighthearted kind of Will Smith speech pattern, which I think it's, during a five-minute apology, you should downplay that (laughs) a little bit. I I don't know. I'm no consultant, but what do I know? And a lot of people are calling him out on this because it should have been more in a live interview kind of setting where he really had to be on his feet and honest. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah. Instead of having I a thought prepared it was, I thought he did give an interview recently on it, no? I guess not. No, maybe this not. Is this, is, this is it. So with this type of thing, and I look, it, on some level I get this because it's given him the opportunity to sit down and really prepare his thoughts. Right. Because you can get a lot of um and and on and forgetting things and when it's kind of on the cuff. And he is an actor. It could just yeah. be a script. Yeah, very, very well. Uh, it could be. Um, so here's a couple of highlights for you, anyhow, out of the five minutes. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris. The message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. You know, it's interesting. Chris Rock is talking about it. He just doesn't want to talk to to Will. Yeah. Well, let me sell a few more seats. Well, he's dining out on it for sure. For sure. He's good on him. Bring it up during his shows. And, you know, this, this has all the makings of like an Oprah Winfrey Mm. mega special. Mm -hmm. Right. Because to be honest, as, as much as I want someone to interview Will and you're right, be on his toes with those answers, I want Jada in the room too. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, why the hell didn't you stop him? 
or what did you say to him? She, he says in this interview, nothing. It wasn't about Jada. It was between him and Chris. But The only problem with having Jada in the room, and we're going to talk here in about a minute about celebrities that drive us crazy and we right. don't know why. She's on my list as of, well. Yeah, you got a long list. Because she's, you know, he, Will Smith, was, still will be. Right. He just got paid $35 million for a movie called in, uh uh, that was the name of it now. That's off the top of my head. Yeah, the Netflix Emancipation. Thing. Right. Right. Um, or streaming thing. Yeah. Uh, so he's he is an A list, A plus plus list celebrity. She is at best a TV talk show host, <laughs> and yet she doesn't shut up. She knows it all, you know. And I just feel like in a moment between Chris and Will, she'll steal the spotlight. Somehow, gotcha. Okay. You know. And, and the Oscars. Well, well, but I just hoping. I would hope that something like an like an Oprah wouldn't allow that to right. happen. Sure, right. yeah, yeah. I, you she know, could I, put her in her place. I'm sure the Oscars too are hoping uh, that next year they can have it'll be at the point where Chris and Will will come out holding hands. Gotcha. Like, there'll be some kind of I really, if I was uh, the director producer of the Oscars, I would have Chris Rock host the whole thing, but I'd have him in a cage right. <laughs> or wearing a football helmet, <laughs> something like that. Uh, better yet, just have Will in the cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let Chris <laughs> let host everyone else Will. have a nice time. Put him in like a dunk tank. Right. Oh, yeah, wow. That'd be good. Uh, here's more of uh, Will's uh, five-minute apology. I spent the last three months replaying, understanding the nuances and complexities of what happened in that moment. There is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or insults. All right, we were just talking about Jada. And just listen to the uh, the cadence, I guess, is the right word, in his voice. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. You know, I made a choice on my own, from my own experiences, from my history with Chris. Jada had nothing to do with it. I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's award and i'm sorry really isn't sufficient so you kind of you can hear that kind of smirkingness in there it also sounds like and whether or not this is the edits that we have or did was it edited oh probably right yeah you know probably stop i want to do that again yeah like 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 the the of trump (laughs) yesterday yeah that's a hard word Uh, And finally, how Will feels about himself these days. I am deeply remorseful, and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human. I made a mistake. I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of So I promise you I am deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world, and if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. So, there you go. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Uh, Squid Game, you never did watch it, did you? No. No, okay. Uh, well, I've been the first episode that I, that I didn't fluttered work for out. You. Yeah. Uh, there could be a real uh, Squid Game life uh, experience, an, an immersion Squid Game experience. Right. Well, how immersed? Uh, well, you don't actually have to put your life on the line. Okay, so that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Could be happening next month. It's a 60-minute game for groups of up to six people. The people participating will wear a visor that tracks their motion and uses touch screens to complete uh, six challenges. 
from the show, like Red Light, Green Light. Players must survive each challenge to advance in the game. If they fail, they lose their virtual life. After they win, it puts money in a piggy bank. It debuts September 21st, and bookings are already available. Interesting. A nice little party. That could be a fun little party thing. Right, yeah. Get some friends together and play. Right. Especially ones you want to kill. That's right. It would be like, uh, what was it, Pokemon Go, everybody walking around in the park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Keaton has never seen an entire superhero movie. Oh. Now, he was Batman, of course. Right. Many, many moons ago, back in 1989. And he's actually putting on the Batman suit again for the upcoming Flash because he says it just seemed like fun. But he says, no, I've never really sat through an entire Marvel movie myself. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And celebrities, we hate for no good reason. And Justin Bieber tops the list. Okay. When people are asked. There's a thread online. People are asking about the celebrities they hate. It's funny when it's said, why do you hate them for no good reason? People still feel like they have to explain why they hate them. Um, and, you know, I, I think like so many, I was in that camp at one time. But what I've come to realize about Bieber is that he was very young, you know, when he broke. And so, of course, when you're young and all of a sudden filthy, stinking rich, you're going to be an ass. Sometimes. Well, I think he said that in his own roast, right? Yeah. When they did that, he's like, you know, when you hand a 17-year-old $200 million, mm-hmm. what, what do you really think is going to happen? Right. Harry Styles is on the list. Okay. Most of the Friends cast. Right, really? People hate him for no good reason. Right. Ed Sheeran. How the hell do you hate Ed Sheeran? Yeah. There's a, well, I think you hate the success. Yeah, maybe. Right. And now that he's popping up on everyone else's albums, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron James. Well, I remember certainly with the I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Yes. That would have yes. given people a reason to hate uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. Adam Sandler. The guy is, it's funny now that he's been in Toronto so much. I mean, you see him everywhere. He's playing basketball with kids. Right. Unbelievable. I don't know how you hate him except for his characters in some of his movies. Well, and then a lot of his movies have kind of the same mm-hmm. theme going on there. And, mm-hmm. and now the ones are just here. I'm going to take my friends and go to some exotic location mm-hmm. and film. You know, is he the most talented actor in the world? Probably not. No, but he's, he certainly made his his success. Well, and, you know, if you haven't seen Uncut Gems or this new one where he's the basketball... Um, oh, right, yeah. Supposedly he's really good in that. I think when he tries and gets focused, he, he can do pretty good. People loved him in Uncut Gems. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. How do you... First of all, Richard Dreyfus hasn't done anything since Jaws, has he? <laughs> uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, I yeah, think, right. was in there somewhere. How the hell do you hate Richard Dreyfus? Lizzo. People hating on Lizzo for okay. no good reason. I think she's so talented. Oh, my God. I really like her. Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, there's a million reasons to be annoyed by Gwyneth Paltrow. Will Smith, of course. Kardashians. Will Ferrell. Jared Leto. Yeah. Seinfeld. People think he's too cocky. Yeah. Well, and that's it. It's it's people who are uber successful. We don't yeah. really like that. And and we use the word hate way too easily. Mm-hmm. Right? We are, we're always, there's no, like, in between now. We're a zero or a ten. With things, right? Yeah. We can be annoyed by celebrities or the fact that they keep appearing and reappearing. I'll put the I'll put the Osbournes on that list for me. Oh, okay, right. Especially the the, the other ones other than Ozzy, right. who you know don't <laughs> sing or have uh, what is that thing called talent? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, but yet live off the name. I would, uh, and for me, it kind of started with the Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie mm. type thing, mm-hmm. right? This this is where. People who have a name that's been made for them by others have used that to spring to the top. Yeah.
Yeah, uh, this is very mean uh, from somebody. I hate M. Night Shyamalan. I want him to die painfully. Wow. Well, that's not good. Well, but and, and there again goes, this is where our patience level is with mm-hmm. things like that. And I've seen it in the in the interactions that we have, mm-hmm. right? It used to be, you know, if you didn't like the, what the topic we're topping, talking about right now, mm-hmm. it'd be, hey, Craig Lucky, love the show. But mm-hmm. right now, it's you know, your kid's dead. Yeah, straight to you should die because of this topic. I know. Right. Uh, and of course, on the list for me, Tom Brady and Meghan Markle. I've explained it a thousand times. Oh, yes. Times. Yeah, you've made that list clear. Yeah, and Jada Pinkett now on that list as well. <laughs> Like, but I got but see I got lots of good reasons. <laughs> got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> we have a Sebastian Maniscalco uh bit here about him trying to teach his dad how to work the internet. We're gonna we're gonna give this to you, we're gonna share this with you because it's very relatable to what I went through yesterday afternoon. Now my father, this guy's been cutting hair his whole life. Not tech savvy whatsoever. Calls me up the other night. He lives in Chicago. I live out here in Los Angeles. Calls me up. He's like, I want to learn internets. <laughs> now, I don't know if anybody's ever taught anybody the internet over the phone. It's virtually impossible. You cannot use internet terms with someone who doesn't know a computer. And I found that out right from the get-go. I said, Dan, you got to open up your window. <laughs> snow outside is that for better reception you get better reception you gotta dummy it down you gotta explain exactly what they see i said dad there's a blue e do you see a blue e with like a spear do you see that it's like is that what the foot pedal's for foot pedal he had the mouse on the floor Sewing machine, what are you doing? Put the foot pedal on the desk. Yeah, I kind of, kind of went <laughs> a similar experience. I so relate. The uh, oh yeah, they drive you crazy, right? You're trying to set your parents' <laughs> iPad up or their computer. Uh, you, you want them to have the technology yeah. so that you can either talk to them or FaceTime with the grandkids yeah. and that sort of thing. But then, you know, I remember with my grandmother with her TV, mm. because, and of course, I tend to become the specialist in these technology sure. areas for some reason. But I had to take a picture of her remote control on my phone, because when she called me, mm. she'd like, well, I hit this button and something happened. So I'd have to say, well, which button did you hit? Right. But then I want to know what button it is, so I'd have to refer to the picture. <laughs> oh, yes. Daniel, our oldest, is, <sighs> is the go-to uh, for all of that stuff. But for my dad, he recently got a smartphone. Now, he's never had a cell phone, except for when he, the, when he worked like in the 80s and they first came on the scene and his company paid for it. Outside of that, he's never had one. My poor mother... Who's long since passed? That's all she wanted in life: a cell phone. <laughs> he would not get her one for whatever reason. Finally, after she passed, and then he's you know he's getting on with his life, and he meets these guys, and he's hanging around in pubs with them, and I, I call them the Romeo Club for retired older men eating out. It's um, <laughs> a great acronym for it. It's, it's a good handle. Yeah, and I thought it up. Um, or maybe I read it somewhere. I probably read it somewhere. But anyhow, uh, so all his buddies. 
you know, they're a little tech savvy. They had cell phones. He had a flip phone for the longest time. Then they got smartphones. Now he gets a smartphone. So he calls me. He says, I got a smartphone. I said, well, that's terrific, Dad. I said, that one of the good things about your smartphone is you can hook it up to your car. Right. Which he didn't even realize. He goes, where's the cord? Where do I plug <laughs> it in? I go, that's not how this works. When you come up on the weekend, you give me the phone. I'll go in your car. We'll get you all set up on the Bluetooth. Now, his car is an older car. So it's like a 2010. And so... They had Bluetooth, but it was early days Bluetooth. Right, yes. It was still when they had OnStar, remember, and all yeah. that? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so it's, nowadays you just hook up the Bluetooth, it goes right, your phone numbers all transfer automatically, it's all very, uh, seamless. But back then, you had to put in each number that you wanted to have in your contact list. Okay. So I added myself, and you had to register the name. It was a whole, like, 12-step thing to get the system even up and running. And for a guy like me who isn't tech-savvy either, that took a go. <laughs> that took a day and a half. Um, but finally, I figured it all out. Now, here's my dad. Fast forward to Sunday afternoon before they were leaving. I'm like, okay, Dad, here's here's how this works. I must have walked through it with them 20 times. I explain, you start the car, you have your phone, the Bluetooth is always on. Now you're going to hit the phone button on the steering wheel and you're going to wait. Hold that button in and wait. And then it's going to cut out the radio and then you're going to hear a woman say hello. Now, you got to give her a beat. You have to give her half a second. There's going to be a little beep noise and then she hears you. But he's right, she's... Hello. And he's, hello! <laughs> Patience is not a virtue no, at no. that age. Hello. Now she has kind of heard half of hello, doesn't understand what he said, and disconnects. <laughs> well, she hung up on me. <laughs> I said, Dad, Dad again, press the button. Hold the button till you see the little phone icon come on. And then you say, she says hello, and you just have to wait for the beep. Hello. Oh! <laughs> so I get him past that step. Now, the next step is to, she's like, how can I help you? Because there's a variety of different options. Right. So she, so I say, Dad, just say call. And then wait. She'll say, do you have a number or a name? But there's that half a beat. She, so he'll say, call. And then she'll say, uh, who shall we call or who do we call? Uh, call Sue. But again, he's yelling before the beep happens. Gotcha. So she's saying, call Irv, call Louie. Louie's dead. Irv died years ago. Now he's in an argument with a computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How does she know I know Irv? Anyhow, I said, no, because you're, you don't have to say call Sue. You've already said call. You don't have to add call to Sue. Just say Sue. Yes. But wait for the damn beep, Dad. Wait for the beep. That went on. For God knows how long. <laughs> Behind me, I can hear, I got an aunt, a cousin, Maria, his lady friend, Sue, who I programmed in the phone. They're all laughing. And at one point, even the little uh, voice on the car says, there is too much background noise. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm trying to whisper in his ear, like, because I don't want it to confuse it. I'm like, just, just say Sue. Just say Sue. Now, and I'm cueing him. Right. Like, like it's a stage performance. Uh, yeah. But he's still not catching the cues. <laughs> Ah, I'll never use this stupid thing anyhow. <laughs> and I wanted to call him on the way home because I had put in my number. And I thought, I, I don't even know that I should call him because it's going to scare him, for one, when it starts ringing in yes, the car. Right. He's going to end up putting the, 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 the car into a ditch on the 401 between <laughs> Windsor and London. And I, and I know he'll answer and it'll be, you know, because, again, you have to wait for the phone to connect. You have right, to wait. Yes. To be, it'll be like, ah! 
Craig, Craig. <laughs> I can't hear you, Craig. <laughs> I went through a similar thing with my dad yeah. years ago. When they like, remember they had the first like uh, type to talk to text yes. technology. Oh God, I can only imagine. Uh, and you had to teach it. Right, you know, yeah. So you had to read like uh, some words yeah. that it had, like you know, keep reading through this whole thing, and it would learn your voice, mm. right? But it started with my dad with like, okay, let's start with ABCs and one, two, threes. We <laughs> got as far as three, right? <laughs> so it's like, go ahead, read this line. Yeah. One, two, and this is a man three. who's a doctor. Oh yeah. Tree, like I don't understand tree. Oh, because of his what? accent. Because of his accent, right? Oh my goodness! <laughs> and like the first time he tried to type something, oh. hello, <laughs> welcome, and like like it came out with like hashtag oh, at symbol. Great. It was unbelievable. <laughs> we ditched that technology real quick. It comes back with please give the phone to somebody who can <laughs> dial nine one one. Well, and this all ended with, because I needed into my dad's contact list to start adding names and numbers to his, and so somewhere, and I probably screwed this up, I lost the contact list. It disappeared for a second. Oh, and I thought to myself, well, cause you had to erase all the old memory, and I thought, hey, how did it erase all the old memory in the phone? Anyhow, we figured it out, that got fixed. But at one point, my dad says, give me the phone, I know how to get to the, uh, to the, uh, to the list, the call list, the, and so, I, I notice him sitting there at the table, and he's got the phone on the table, and he's just hammering at one button, you know, because like a child, he can't make it work. I go, Dad, give me the phone. What are you doing? Because I'm trying to get the contact list. I take the phone. He's on the calculator. <laughs> so how many times you make a call through the calculator, Dad? Oh, lucky sharing a story with me off the air that just really shows. How we are not gracious or um, humbled or gracious or thankful no. of anything anymore. Saw this on Yahoo today that uh, Air Air Canada has revealed that a worker's and revoked a worker's flying privileges after her daughter complained about poor service. Wow. Now, one of the long time things about you know working for companies is sometimes you get perks, mm-hmm, right? And for Air Canada and many airlines, one of the perks of being an employee is that you get employee discounts on flights, mm-hmm. or at the very least, some can sit, you know, fly stand or fly standby right. for free, and their families can also fly at a very reduced rate. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what was happening here, that the airline worker gave her daughter her pa- a pass okay. to get reduced fee uh, standby flights. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't like the way she was treated of course. at the gate on her standby ticket and decided to complain. And she has said now that the airline has revoked her privileges for flying for two years and her mother's privileges, the employees, also for two years. Um, The airline says that we deal with employees privately Mm. and uh, and have not really released much of a statement other than to say uh, that the woman misrepresented herself as a full-paying customer Mm. uh, and uh, and a scam it a for-profit customer and that's not the case is that Mm -hmm. basically she's flying uh, at uh, you know she pays basically what her cost to the air she's flying at cost Mm -hmm. uh, where her mom would normally fly it free you know I I had uh, some uh, family friends or my parents did and uh, 
um, the husband, my dad's buddy, he was a bit of an uppity up with Air Canada. And I think the the, f- uh, the farther up the ladder you go, the, the more perks that come along with it. And I remember they were always jetting off to here, there, and everywhere for free. But it was always the deal that they would show up at the airport with their luggage. And sometimes they'd have to sit in the flight attendant's little seat. Like they'd squeeze them yes. in wherever they could squeeze them in. Right. But they were going to Cuba for free. Yeah. You know, and so you just, you're appreciative and you realize as a mature human being that this is a business right. and these seats have to be sold. They weren't sold for the last two years. They got to make money now. They're trying to make bank. So of course, catering to your spoiled little daughter and her need to get to, uh, you know, the Dominican Republic for $40. Uh-huh. Too it, bad. It, it is amazing that what we will complain about now and because we have ways to complain that aren't face to face, right? Like she sent an email, mm. right? Uh, but she included higher ups, right? right? And, and media outlets. Oh, just letting everybody right? know. Or you go online, you go to Facebook and you do some rant or you do it on Twitter and yeah. you, you at and you include titles of people. Like, you got to be careful. Yeah. There are consequences to your actions sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you really have to think about, uh, you know, is what has pissed me off? Did it really affect me? Mm-hmm. Did it did it affect my wallet for one? Because I've seen so many people who get free stuff mm-hmm. complain about it. Yep. Right. Or, you know, I got some free I got some free tickets. Yeah. But the show was canceled because of covid. Right. Uh, so what you do I me. get? Well, you owe me. But yeah. no, you, you had something free. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, it didn't cost you anything mm-hmm. except a little bit of not even probably inconvenience, more so. Uh, just annoyance. Look, you know, and in this situation with Air Canada or any other airlines, you, you have to know, and the daughter must have known, that these are the rules of the game. Sure, are you excited about getting to the Dominican Republic for $40? Of course you are. But because you're only going to pay 40 bucks, there is a chance you're not getting on that flight. Right. You might have to wait an extra six hours for the next flight, or you might not be able to get out till the next day. Yeah. But that's the way this game works, and she should just be accepting of... But I'm sure over the decades, so many people have. But it's just not good enough anymore. When you I pay, want champagne service, and I want to be catered for $35. When you pay full rate yeah. for that service, sure. and it's not fulfilled, of then of course. And, and listen, the airlines are taking it uh, you know, all the way up mm. right now because they have ruined service mm-hmm. for people who have paid full pop. Mm-hmm. And they deserve all the flack that they get mm-hmm. for that. You know, on the side that it's their issue and there's sides that, of course, part of security and that kind of thing. And they can't, they can't fulfill all of these uh, things. Yeah. But if you're selling and you sell a ticket at full rate, then you're expected to provide that service. If you don't, then you deserve what's coming to you. <laughs> if you buy that service at the reduced rate or nothing mm-hmm. and you don't get it, You've lost a lot of that right to complain. And it's the whole thing of read the room. People can't get out of the Ukraine. They can't get from the Ukraine. If this girl, I don't know, Mindy, let's call her Mindy. Mindy can't get down to Palm Beach. So it's it's a nightmare. (laughs) Right. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.